0: A beacon in the night, shine in His light, take the gospel to the nations, to the ears that have never heard, the truth of His Holy Word. Restoration, revival, reformation. This is a Renowned Faith broadcast. You can find more information at renownedfaith.com. Now, here is J.R. Darwin. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another renowned faith broadcast. This is your host J.r. Darwin. You know what? Easter is coming up, and during holy Week we um we need to reflect upon what it is that happened, why we celebrate Easter, you know culture and society they want to secularize every holiday that's that has a religious purpose, right. And that's, you know, that's what they do. But in our lives, we need to make sure we are keeping the main in our lives we we need to make sure we're keeping the focus on Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. You know, Paul emphasizes in scripture the resurrection and the importance of the resurrection in Christianity. He says, if Christ wasn't risen, then we have no faith then our faith is nothing. You know, that's pretty amazing that Paul says that. Considering all the miracles that Jesus did throughout His life and ministry, you know, Paul didn't say, you know, without all those miracles Jesus did, our faith is nothing. No, no, He hinged His faith in Christ on the resurrection Jesus coming back and conquering the grave. He says, "Oh death, where is your sting?" It can't be found any longer because Jesus took it away. He took away the sting of death that all of us would have experienced. You say, maybe some of you might say, "Brother JR, I I don't fear death and I'm not a Christian and I just think, you know, we We just fade out of existence in the end. And I would say, you're not the first person to believe that, of course. And I'm sure there are many people who believe that. And we're all entitled to our own beliefs. But I'm here to tell you that's not what the Bible teaches. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible talks about eternal life and eternal damnation. You see, humans are meant... They're created to live forever. When we say eternal life, we're talking about eternal life in heaven. But every human lives for eternity, whether in heaven or damnation. It's the way we were created. We were created in God's image. God is eternal. And we too are eternal creatures. We will live forever The only question is the destination in which we will live forever. Are we destined to live with God, or are we destined to live apart from God for all of eternity? No changing our mind after we get there. Once, you know, we we don't get to change our mind in eternity. The decision is made here on earth now. And those decisions will determine our eternal future. How, how important? How much more? What, what could be more important than that? And when, when we understand the nature of the way God created us to be eternal, we begin to see the gift of Jesus Christ as so much more because we understand, wait, 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 this is eternity we're talking about this is forever and ever and ever and we begin to see how precious this gift is that apart from christ we are completely separated from god at death we will live those who do not accept christ here and now in this life will be eternally separated from god But those who receive God's free gift will be eternally joined with Him, communing with Him for all of eternity. I mean, this is big. This is huge. This is good news that God provided a way so that we wouldn't be eternally separated from Him. Of course, our perspective gets all shifted because we're here in the natural. We're here in this world. We have the cares of this world. We have jobs and we have families and we have all of this stuff going on in our lives. But remember what Paul says in Scripture. He says this life is just a vapor, a small vapor. In other words, you see it briefly and it disappears. Somehow we have to try to get our minds and our perspective Looking toward eternity rather than looking toward the here and now. Asking ourselves, how do our daily decisions affect eternity? You say, what do you mean? What do you mean? How do our daily decisions affect eternity? Well, who did you pray for today? Who did you fast for today? Who did you witness to today? What did God reveal to you today? How are you applying Scripture into your life? All of these things affect eternity. In order to to fully comprehend this free gift that God has given us through Christ, we have to understand the huge gap between God and man and why that gap is there that gap is there because of sin. And no matter how hard anybody tries, they can't bridge that gap by their own good works. They can't bridge that gap by their own righteousness. Because all have sinned, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God is perfect, God is holy, and we are not. But he requires perfection, and holiness in eternity. Of course, it it seems impossible. How can I be perfect? How can I have perfection? But Jesus is perfect. And Jesus offers you his righteousness. He offers you his perfection, his, his sacrificial blood to cleanse us of our sin, to make us right with the Father, to be able to spend eternity with him. You see, the resurrection is about the conquering of death. You say, what do you mean the conquering of death? I'm talking about the scripture where Paul says the wages of sin is death. We're not talking about fading out of existence or dying in this life and then just being gone. The death that he is talking about is eternal death. Eternal pain and suffering. Eternal separation from God. My friends, that is what death is. You're conscious. You think. You understand. You have all your senses in eternity. And you simply die over and over and over again. The eternal feeling of death loneliness, despair, hopelessness, all these things that are the opposite of what people will feel in the presence of God. And so the resurrection, it's about Jesus conquering death for sinners. He says, I've overcome. I've overcome the world. Come, come follow me. Take up your cross and follow after me. That's what we're called to do, to, to lay down our lives. To have sacrificial love, not only for God, but for others. To see God's kingdom expanded throughout the nations. To have the gospel preached. You know what? I get—I have this illustration about sin. And it's kind of like the Grand Canyon and, and God is on one side and humanity is on the other side of the Grand Canyon. And everybody looks over the horizon and they see green pastures and paradise. And they say, yeah, I want to go over there. That's where I want to go. And you know what? You know how wide the Grand Canyon is? Pretty wide, right? It's a huge chasm. It's a huge separation from one side to the other. And you look down and you're like, whoa, that's, uh, that's a huge, huge valley there. And you're, and you're saying, how could I, how could I make it across this if I had to? How, how could I? And you know what? I'm going to draw a little parallel here. You know what some people do? They commit the sin of self-righteousness and they say, Hey, I, I can get over. I can get over that chasm. And they try all these different things to get over it. They, they run and they jump, but they fall. They, they use a pole vault and they go, whoosh and they fall. And you know what? Some people might get a little closer than others to the other side of that chasm. Not by much. I mean, what, a couple inches, a couple feet? But what's that? What's a couple inches or a couple feet of that chasm compared to its immense distance? It's nothing. You'd might as well say, you'd might as well not even try to jump that. In other words, all fall. All people fall short of the glory of God. And if they try to jump that chasm themselves, they fall. Their own self-righteousness. And there's only one way to bridge that divide. And that's through the cross of Jesus Christ. It's recognizing that we're sinners. It's recognizing God's holiness and his perfection. It's recognizing the need for repentance and for turning our lives around. It's knowing God's love, that he loves us even while we're still to come on to him and accept his free gift. So when you think about when you think about the resurrection, think about eternity, ultimately what the resurrection, Jesus conquering eternal death, he paid the ultimate sacrifice, conviction on the cross, should reflect on that, reflect on the power of the resurrection in our own lives because we're promised resurrection of our own. On, on to life or on to death so this easter try to keep a perspective on eternity it's hard to do we always need we rem- always i always need rem- we get so caught up in everything what do you think about this what do you think about this concept of eternal life or eternal would you reach out to me at renownedfaith.com that concludes today's broadcast we hope that you will visit our website at RenownedFaith.com for more information about this ministry We humbly ask for your continued prayers.